back and welcome to episode 165 of those millennials podcast today i'm your humble grateful extremely thankful always thankful blessed host k the classic i'm here with my nearest and dearest my boys and friends in real life you're also the host every day i'm always the what you're also the host every day so that's that part because you said today i'm the host is oh Man, nah, you're look, man, TV, you fucked up my intro, man. Then you just did it. <laughs> Honestly, if you told me to just say my intro, I couldn't say it because, like, it, I just have it programmed in my head. Then I just say it. Yeah. Black yeah. Hat Jesse's back. Hey, Jesse, how you doing, man? How's your mental health? How's your pockets? Also, Black Air Force One. No, I'm just playing. I got no black. <laughs> um, I'm good. I'm doing good, man. No complaints here. It's gonna be a fun weekend of doing. Busy stuff, uh, being busy, but uh, I'm good, man. I'm good. Um, uh, oh, I want to clear one thing up, or yeah. I want to admit my ignorance and stupidity. Uh, I said, I forgot who we were comparing them to, but or not comparing them, but I said Roots is not as influential as another group. Oh, yeah. I'm actually very wrong. Listen, I, and that's my... West Coast and East Coast rep bias, but or listening bias, but it's also like, uh, you know, or I wouldn't say East Coast, like New York, because, you know, Philly's East Coast too. But um, also just, they don't get, they didn't get played a lot throughout, you know, the years in the, on the West Coast. So I didn't really, you know, know, or I didn't really follow like super follow them. I listen to their albums. They're yeah, always nobody amazing. Around but, me, listen to like conscience, conscious, conscience. I can't say the word. Conscious, conscious rap. For I mean, I do. It's just one of those things where it was not them. Them in particular, because of the way they did it. Yeah. And everything was already, you know, a left turn from even conscious rap. It was, you know, having a live band and. Yeah being a live band and all that but i they have a huge influence in philly um yeah. I, obviously they have their the roots picnic every year and they've had it forever but even beyond that um when he went, were they what they were in the top five right or top 10 i think top 10 top 10 okay um but um they, had a, they have a huge influence in Philly. They are welcoming to new acts and everything. They, you know, when I was listening to People Party with Talib and he had uh, Black Thought as a get as the guest, and they were just going through his album. It's like, oh yeah. And then he's like, you know, this person introduced the world to Beanie Siegel, to Freeway, to all the state park. And he was like, damn, he did have them on the track. Did have Jill Scott on the track. He did it, or introduced the world to Jill Scott. Did do all that, and it's like, damn. I, I'm so stupid. So the roots are legends. Right? That's, that's all it is. The roots. It's just ignorance. You know, can't know everything in the hip hop world. But uh, I just uh, they deserve to definitely be in top ten and arguably top five. Uh, Rails here. How you doing? How's it mental health? How's your pockets? What's Gucci man? <clears throat> uh, 
Thank you, as always. And that's what we do here. We admit our ignorance. We don't just let it oh, go. Yeah, man. go I've done that plenty of times. Said what we said, or we just keep going and trying to exasperate it. Nah, like stand ten, stand ten yeah. toes on that, Jesse. Stand ten toes on that. Rail stand ten toes. Yeah. That the the uh, um. Damn, like the uh the the Migos is a top three uh hip hop group of all time. Real ain't real 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 ain't budging from that. It's just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just, it's just I got not gonna, you can stand ten toes all you want. You just you're just wrong. <laughs> we'll, we'll and we'll get to we'll get to other debates uh when we get to the not list. But uh, as always, I like to want. I always want to thank every for the for our listening uh, uh, audience. We appreciate you guys. Those who are listening to us on Spotify, those who are listening to us on Google Play, uh, SoundCloud, uh, Apple, of course. Uh, thank you. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys, and uh, thank you, thank you for uh, for uh, spending time and listening to us. And those uh, our newer our newest medium. Thank you for watching on YouTube. If you guys want to just see us, we appreciate you guys for. Don't forget to like, favorite, subscribe, help the pods go a long way. Um, uh, I think we just reached 60 subscribers. So thank you. We appreciate you guys. Thank you. Um, what was I gonna wanna... So we're going to do a sneaker news update. We're going to talk about leaks and then we're going to talk about Kyrie's new sneaker deal. Uh, I want to talk about SBs. I want to talk about Emmys. But first, as always, I want to get to our not list. Um, Bro, wait, do you want to talk about Summer League before we get into Nellis or no? Um, we can talk about Summer League if you want to. Uh, so real quick before we get to Nellis, uh, obviously, Rail and I went to Summer League day one, Friday. Um, Rail got there late. Uh, no, Rail went to work. Um, I got there when it first, first opened. The line was wrapped around the fucking Thomas and Mac. It was crazy. Um but yeah, it was a, a really, really strange crowd. I, we stayed there like a whole six, six hours, like we, like it was a job. Saw all the games except the Laker game. We didn't stay for the Laker game. Who did we see? Real Bomani Jones. Um, who do we see? Uh, damn! Why can't I think of the legend that sat behind us? Real uh, Mark J Spears. Shout out to Mark J Spears who sat behind us with his kids and even have his media pass. Shout out to him. Hall of Fame, Mark J. Spears. Uh, the only thing I would complain about is they moved the media area. The media area is normally, uh, I want to say, on the opposite side of the bowl, but they moved it, I don't know, for some strange reason. Um, I didn't necessarily like where it was, but, yeah, it was a good showing. Um, Scoot Henderson, before he got hurt, we got to see the first uh, three quarters of Scoot Henderson look like a fucking absolute monster. Uh, comfortable. It looked like he's not good. Nobody's gonna be able to stay in front of him to get to the rim. And then you know we saw the the bad game of Victor Wembanyama. Um, so great experience. Go ahead, bro. Uh, I mean, overall, I think it was pretty dope. Everything this the whole weekend. I think it, what the NBA is doing for Vegas right now, how they're rolling out this whole weekend is pretty dope. Saturday was pretty dope too. Being in there Friday, it was something that I had never felt before as far as energy was like I go I go to a lot of like I've been to a few playoff games but for a summer league game you know I was talking to Dustin he said like maybe Zion was kind of like this the earthquake you know the earthquake game but the fact that, that the fact that we were we were we in was, New York we was in New York that's what I said we was in New York when that happened yeah and um the the fact that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was there watching Victor Wimbayama like 
just everybody was there. The crazy it. part is so real. So not to cut you off, I'm sorry. Um, but so after after um, after Scoot's game, right after Scoot versus um, the the uh, the Rockets game, which was probably I'm no cap was probably the best summer league game I've ever seen in my entire life, and I've been to like yeah. four years of summer league. Um, the crowd like so the those players got off the court and then Victor came out and the whole arena top bowl stood up and just like watched him while he was warming up on the court it was just all all the reporters everybody stood up Monty Jones Rail and I was the only one that was still seated we was just looking around like and then every and then was like that every, was that was that us just being like we've seen this dude one time before? <laughs> I mean, I, I've I mean, me seeing him in the first ever game in America. In America, we've seen yeah, we've seen two. He's played three like, games on American soil. We've seen two. Well, four. He's played four games in American soil. All of them in Las Vegas, and we've seen two of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't go Sunday, but um, uh, but yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, like I said, it was just crazy. The crowd was crazy. Like I said, it just like. And, the, and I want to bring. I want to mention something. Just like other than like maybe some of the bad shots and shit people take, like the competitive level that you that you see before they pull these guys out, or like it was up there. Like guys were getting dunked on. You you, you get your ass off the land. That Trailblazers and Rockets game was. Not, I'm trying to tell you that was the best summer league game I've ever seen in my entire life. So the energy in the building. Like shout out to everybody who like everybody was just. Packed, like, sold just, out first ever. Not, I don't think it's the first ever sold out, but it was sold out the first day. Uh, couldn't hold a seat. Rail was, you know, you know, going to get his concessions, and he didn't want to get up because you could lose your seat. It was like that. The upper bowl started filling up. It was a packed, packed house to watch Victor. You know, to watch Victor that for for that Friday game, and then. You know, I don't even want to talk about all the stupid negative things that people were saying on that Friday. And then Saturday, he, he played better. But, yeah. So, yeah, I just wanted to talk about Summer League real quick and talk about our experience. So, um, all right. So, first on that list, this is one of my favorite ones off all, all rip. So, uh, it, it got announced yesterday for the 2023 Nate, Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. I want to just talk about some of the presenters for some of the Hall of Famers that's going to be uh, inducted to the Hall of Fame. So Dwayne Wade selected Allen Iverson to be his presenter, which I think is going to be dope. I can't wait to see that. Dwayne Wade is probably the headliner for this year's Hall of Fame, and Allen Iverson will be uh, his presenter. I think that's going to be fly. Tony Parker's presenters are going to be, obviously, Manu Ginobili and Tim Duncan. I think that's dope and right on brand. Um Dirk Nowitzki, who's going to the Hall of Fame, is going to be Jason Kidd and Steve Nash. I think that's pretty fly, right on brand. Uh, Becky Hammond, who's going into the Hall of Fame as well, uh, head coach of the um, unstoppable, unguardable Las Vegas Aces. Um, she's going to, into the Hall of Fame, and her um, presenters are going to be Cheryl Swoops and, and Teresa, Teresa Weatherspoon. And last but not least, Pal Gasol. His presenter is going to be Tony Kukoc, so I think that's pretty dope. Well, pretty, pretty, pretty good presenters. I can't. I mean, obviously, Dwayne Wade is my favorite player of all time. Um, Allen Iverson is like you know one of my top ten players of all time. I think that's going to be just dope. And and just how Allen Iverson talks about the game now, 
he's like one of the the last legends and OGs that talks about the game and really still in is in all of the people that still play or still you know that still came out of the last generation so i think that's going to be dope and Dwayne Wade just has this pretty sure a lot of players remind him of him yeah yeah 100% especially the way the game's I mean, played today especially his, the way I mean, his influence is, is the reason why i felt like the rap hip hop culture is the reason why it is the way it is today yes because who rappers want to be AI and AI want to be a rapper, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He, you know, so, so, uh, I just feel like it's dope. And also I, I just really feel like when Paco so goes in, I can't help but think that, you know, Kobe wouldn't have been, the, you know, that's, that, that that's true. That I thought about that as well. I think if, if, if Mamba was still alive, Kobe would have been in presenter, his presenter. And that would have been, <laughs> I, Bro, you just took me down the slippery slope again where I just like, man, we were selfishly, very, very selfishly. We were robbed to never get that Kobe Bryant speech at his Hall of Fame. We got Vanessa Bryant, who did an awesome job, but we never got Kobe doing what we knew Kobe would like. That would have been an all time of him up there, standing up there for like seven, ten, however long they'd be up. They'd be up there for a long ass time, ten minutes, just you know, talking about his, the coaches, his, his competitors that he went, uh, that he had to go through that pushed him. And I think that would have been so dope. And it's just, every time I, you, that it gets brought up, I just think about that, like that moment was taken from us and just RIP Kobe, man. Shout out to 2K for doing the right thing, by the way, for putting him on the cover again. Uh, I don't care. People, not people weren't mad, but they, people was like, this is his fourth time on the cover. And it's like, yeah, but I'm glad 2K did the right thing again. 24. <laughs> yeah, like, like, come on. Um, they, God, they, people they just must right comment, thing. must have an issue with. People not having issues with issue just must shit. say something. Like, who? It's 24. It only makes sense. Like, uh, what? Woody is, is, is <laughs> on it. So somebody else gets on it, and what does it make you feel that much better if somebody else is on it? No, it's yeah, just man. a cover. Like, this, God. Is, this is probably just a me thing where it's just like I'm so into basketball Twitter, so and I'll see stuff and I'll just go into the comment section. And, just, and I like again, I do a temperature check and I just check the temperature and I just be like, oh, Denver fans are mad that Joker's not on the cover. Get the fuck out of here. He, he probably say no anyway. Um, right, name a thing Joker has done <laughs> that he does. He doesn't do shit. He doesn't look he's like he plays come back games, guys. He he wants to race horses and, yeah, and he's not gonna come back to do the table. whole shit. Like, he's not gonna do all that. He doesn't give a fuck about any of that. So it's like, what are y'all talking about? What Jamal Murray? There's always next year. This one just makes sense. Just makes sense. <laughs> like, come on. Believe me, I've I, I, again. I, I have to. You know, and it's gonna make you feel that much better. What it's gonna become a collectible to you? You gonna collect that cover? I will say this, hundred percent. I I haven't bought a hard copy of Two K in a long time. I probably will buy this hard copy of Two K. Oh no! I exactly. That's where I was getting to that point where it's like, how many of you would have bought the fucking hard copy? Chill. I've been gone into Target and bought a game and went to the dude and said, "Hey, can you open that thing? I want that." Game. I haven't done that in the longest of time. I just download my shit, but I will also say I probably will cop that. Um, all right. So that was number one on that list. Number two on that list, it, my my notes are still telling me to go to my phone. Uh, all right, Jesse, it's your time to shine. Not really. <laughs> For the first time since 1960. 
both actors and writers have officially gone on strike, completely shutting down film, television projects in Hollywood and across the world. Um, I've already seen stuff on Twitter, which is, again, it, it just happened today, but I've already seen shows that are, were already postponed. Like there, there was an article that I saw literally an hour ago where they said Euphoria has been pushed back to 2026, um, which I kind of believe. Um, I wonder if this is going to affect um, uh, what's going to happen in the Marvel Universe, um, which they had a whole planned out situation. Um, but yeah, Jesse, I'm, I'm talking too much. So you, as our resident actor, uh, what do you think about this and um, what should happen? Go ahead. Um, well, first and foremost, tough. <laughs> I got to say, this is how, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's some real, like, I want to say pay up, but it's not even about the money in this aspect. It's like, I may be overdramatic about this, but this is the fight to keep an, uh, an art form alive. Yeah. The fight to keep an art form alive, you know, many art form have like gone under, like not have not been as big as they once were. This is one of the ones that has kept it, even though it's gone through its changes, um, and it's going through its biggest change now, which is, or it's it's gone through it, and you know, you gotta you gotta pay people or compensate people correctly for the change that's happening. So. And then if they don't, the art form can literally die out because the two biggest things that threaten it, AI and giving your likeness and um, streaming. I was saying not giving the residuals. I want to ask and, you a question, Jesse, because you, you know more about this than I. Um, why? It seems as a consumer, as just as person as who, who consumes movies and, and obviously TV shows like we all do. I read articles all the time about all the fucking money that these movies are making, right? Especially this year, like this, when I talk about a year of blockbusters, I say we're in the summertime, right? We're in the summertime where there's blockbusters are hitting, right? Like literally out me and Rel was talking about it today up. where next week, Oppenheimer is going against fucking the Barbie movie, right? Like, and it's a big yeah. Hollywood, like, you know, head to head for who's going to come out on top of that week, right? This week, it's uh, Tom, it's Tom Cruise's uh, Day of Reckoning. Um, um, why can I? Mission Impossible. Mm -hmm. Like, the last two weeks we had, you know, this entire, this, this summer cycle, we had Spider-Man, we had Transformers, we had The Flash. Like, we had a whole bunch of, again, I know The Flash flopped, but... Like we had a whole bunch of blockbuster movies. It seems like everybody's getting money. Like what? Like how did we get to this point? Like that's what I'm saying. Like yes, at the end of the day, it's about the money. But we got to this point because they found a loophole in the system, and when I sit there and say like, all right. It's not just about the money. Of course, at the end of the day, it's about the mighty dollar, but it's about like the idea that, hey, you are getting paid off of this and we are not. 
you are making you have changed your format and did not well compensate us for that and found that out it's similar to the best thing i can compare it to that people probably know better is all right putting your music on any of these streaming channels right any of these streaming music and then it's like it's always talked about spotify you're getting three uh like 0.003 of a penny for right. each stream you for a million streams you don't even make that much money that's what it is people they have found this space where they can create this contract and then it doesn't compensate for that because it was going off an of old basis and now it's that plus ai if i give you my likeness if i agree to my likeness you know if you do a commercial you you sign a a, a certain amount of years for your likeness for uh, all uh, for the uh, for how long it's going to run and if it's going to continue that to re-sign that contract right but if you just gave your likeness away they could make a whole new commercial put your face on it and use ai to use your voice and you get paid the same amount that's just crazy because they're going to go off and they're going off a different contract now first of all like First and foremost, I should be compensated for you to even be willing to do that. Um, but on top of that, it's like you're not paying. You're the, now you can come back to me with a lower contract. Like, well, well, actually, all we did was use your likeness. We didn't even use you physically. We didn't have to pay you for all those things. So we're just going to pay you for your likeness. That's a whole different contract. So, in your opinion, and we can close it. Real, do you have anything to say about this? Or okay. Um... In your opinion, I know you don't know, right? You, you're, you know, but how long do you expect this to 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 to, to go to to stand? When when is the oh. breaking point? When is this gonna let up? When is when is the the, the biggest mistake they did? And the actors gonna get paid? No, the biggest mistake they did was not getting the writers on board. Like that that was the biggest mistake they made because now you made it. Now they got the actors involved. Yep. The actors are more like, like the actors are more like, yo, like, no, the writers are more militant. The actors are more like, fuck it. Like, you know what I'm saying? The ones that are going to hurt are the ones um, that don't make as much as obviously the top. There's a, there's another problem. There's a, obviously there's a wage scale and it's the gap is becoming bigger between middle class actors and high class actors. like it's becoming a huge and then gap. what's not to being talked about is the people that work on these shows the electricians yeah. the all the that stuff that yeah. the people that the cast the people that do all the the sound people like all those people are not being talked about in this shit too they're being affected and their families are being affected yeah. to answer your question it's gonna last and this is not you know a definitive answer there's not nothing i i told people I was telling people, like, even knowing very little, I was like, this is some just knowing those two like biggest bases. I was like, this is not going to just if the writers are fighting for this, what do you think the actors are going to do? Because it's like and the writers are very much at, were equally important, but the writers make the material. So it's like they're the like they are the basis. So Lisa was like, I'm double whammy now because, you know, she's a writer and actor. she was like, I'm double whammy now. But the thing is. <laughs> Uh, and that's a lot. That's actually a lot of actors that's falling in this. And they're, some people are losing like their overall deals and some of this stuff. But 
I say all that to say it's going to last as long as it takes to actually have an impact on the industry. So, so how so least, I know movies, I know some movies are already done for like next summer, right? So we're like, we're talking about movies projected for like 2025 and 2026 are going to be affected, right? It's not even just about movies. It's shows too. I'm sorry. I always say movies, yeah, but shows too. Right. The movies, no matter what, whatever that was coming out next year, it was already, it's pretty that's much saying, those parts are close to done or far. being done. Yeah. So, that's, what I'm saying, that's why I'm saying like 2025 and 2026 are going to be affected. At the end of the day, it could be they could try to save it, but yes, depending on how long that takes. But it's like sneakers. It's like it's it's like shoes. Yeah, they're playing the long game on that one. I'm talking about literally this fall. Nothing's being filmed for this fall. Yeah, nothing's being filmed for this fall. So for and that's TV shows. And as much as they rely, as much as these big blockbusters come out and everything, these studios that own these tv shows and all that stuff this is the one that's the consistent money that comes in and you're going to tell them this is a whole season that comes out they're going to try to starve actors out they're going to try to starve writers out the problem is you're talking to a bunch of people that starve to get here in the first place they know what starving's like and some are still already uh, still starving so it's like they know what this feeling is already so you're not going to starve them out what's going to happen is the effect that ha- uh, the, the biggest effect, which is the outpour for all those other people that work on these, that are part of the production, the all the other people, you're messing with their pockets now. Right. In, now they put they put pressure onto you. Number uh, that's one of those things. You can make it, and you can make it seem as oh, it's not our fault as much as you want. They are on the side of actors and stuff. So. That's what and actors and writers. So that is going to be one of them. And the other one is it's going to take as long as it takes to because you can you can bring in, you know, all these you can bring in writers, you can bring in you can do AI scripts, but you now you don't have actors. You don't have actors doing it. And no actor is going to want to cross that line. No right, actors going to want to cross that line. Yeah, yeah, because then, you know, it says a lot. You're, oh, not, stand, you're not standing with yeah. your brothers and sisters. Yeah, it says, a lot, it, says a lot, it says a lot about you. You're going to get blackballed. So one of these things where it's like all that can happen. uh, But and then it's like, but if the quality ain't good either, the people don't watch. And that is the biggest one is when you don't have people watch it anymore. So all those things that they're doing right now, you think you're going to starve people out? You could do it all you want, but it's at the end of the day how big of an impact are you willing to take on your fall season well said jesse appreciate it man um we'll see uh hopefully trust uh, uh fast the, the last fast and furious movie is done right all right um remember when COVID happened remember when COVID happened remember what what they were putting on tv they were still putting on tv yeah it, what now i'm just saying not they were still what they were putting on tv once everything got shut down it was yeah, not they, great. They rushed a documentary so we could watch it, Jesse. They they gave us the last dance, Jesse. Oh yeah, it was. <laughs> they rushed it was the cool. doc- They rushed they the last us, dance so we could watch it. And then we it. had uh, we had what's his name? Footage from twenty years ago. They were yeah. talking talking about shit for twenty years ago, bro. Wait, and, and, about and, it and this you know way. what we did? Uh, and you know what we did, Jesse? We ate Kev, it up. Kev, that was Jude. What we do in July? 
<laughs> what we do? I'm talking about you. See, they gave us enough for one month. <laughs> it's like, where do we go? You know what I'm saying? They started right. doing other documentaries. They Number better get that Tom Brady list. one ready. They better get that Tom ready or you know what I mean? Number three on the not list. Um, this one's gonna be quick. Uh, I know this is not a new trend, but I feel like it's been happening a whole lot more. But what's with fans throwing shit at performers on stage so so frequently in in the recent weeks and months? We've seen Drake get, you know, obviously with the occasional panties and bras, that's been going on forever. So I'm not talking about those. You said but I'm throwing. talking about fans throwing said. shoes oh, and phones at performers. And then people are weird, man. This is Lotto. Uh, Lotto yesterday had somebody threw something at her, and she was screaming on stage that she'll beat the ass. She'll beat the ass. But like, the why would you throw your phone on stage? I mean, I understand. I've seen artists throw their. I've seen artists acts. You know, uh, fans to throw their phone so they can take a selfie or a picture or whatever with their phone. You know, like I've seen that before. But people are literally like throwing their phones to like hurt performers. I just I don't. I don't, I don't know, know, man. It's just weird. That's all I can say. I I have no answer for this. It's it is very weird. Like you pay the no, like the the like the, the water bottle thing is just stupid. Like you're you know you you're drunk or you're just being a stupid person. You're a bad yeah, person. Yeah, that's you know, what I'm saying. Like, like yeah, that's just, just stupid. But like the people that are throwing property. their shoes, like. If we want, we can find out who threw this shoe. Somebody in here is missing a shoe. <laughs> we can find out who threw this shoe. We can easily find, find out who threw the phone. Like, I, 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 that's it's, why I don't understand it's, it. But it's like not you're even not gonna find out who water bottle that is. Like it's just, it, I think it's just it's, you gotta have to live with that. But and like my you, thing is, you like, literally paid to see this artist, right? Like you're there you also, to watch him perform. You, why are you throwing? You also, you also risk a very very uh, contentious situation of like a mob mentality trying to jump a person first because if Drake was like who threw this at me water yeah. bottle and walked off the stage everybody's fighting everybody's mad yeah everybody's fighting he's not even mad they already mad because he stopped the show and then that wrong person it was him right and, uh, somebody somebody's gonna tell Drake. Somebody gonna, somebody gonna, for sure, somebody gonna tell. Yeah, that's the, here's the thing that somebody ain't gonna tell. Somebody's just gonna go, it was him. That's it true. don't even matter if it's right or wrong, uh, like the right person. My question just, is, it was him. All you gotta do is point to one person and everybody just starts going off on that person. So you are inciting a potential riot. Like, come on, like, so, chill. What are you doing? The thing that's weird to me, too, is like, especially in the Drake case, like this show that he's doing, it's all a blur show. Like, have y'all seen the songs that he's performing at this show? It's fucking incredible. Look what you've done. Marvin's room, say something shot for me. Can I feel no ways jaded jungle over headlines? The motto hell fucking yeah. Started from the bottom energy. Know yourself nonstop sicko mode. Way too sexy back outside boys. Uh, jump man, uh, laugh now, cry later. God's plan, like he's playing smack. <laughs> he's playing yeah. like some of his biggest hits, right? I just like, thought. I, I mean, I don't. In I my don't feelings, know like this is the set list. 
Yeah, this uh, this concert is the shit. I mean, I don't know why people are doing dumb shit like that when you pay money just to possibly get you know thrown in jail for some some goofy shit. But overall, I mean, this concert is amazing. I, I wish people stop. I assume that they're just some kids, but they gotta stop doing like that shit the because... panties in 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 bra shit. Like that's cool if you obviously female you get your shit off. Like that's 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 cool. But like all that other goofy shit is just goofy. All right, let me try to go faster on these not list ones. Uh, number four on the not list. This one's actually uh, this. I think this was announced yesterday. Uh, NFL Films has selected those fighting New York Jets to I'm be a part of Har- to be on Hard Knocks. So, what do y'all think of the, them picking uh, the Jets to be on I Hard mean, Knocks? Because they only they they. they... The they, there's requirements how they pick a team. You know they don't just randomly pick this team. You know what's the requirements? Uh, that's interesting. What's the team can't a team can't uh ha, it can't have a, a first year head coach. It can't okay. make the playoffs in the previous. It, it has to be a team that didn't make the playoffs the previous year. Okay. Um, the I know those are um two for sure that I know, but there's like four or five requirements that that. So there was only like the Saints, the Bears, the Colts, the. They did you us know, recently because, too, though. They no, did because, us. They you, did us like a, two years. Oh, yeah, and we got a new head coach, right? Yeah, you have a first year head coach. So it can't be a first year head coach. And so I mean, so the so the so the, the the list was thin. It was like the Bears, Saints, and Jets. I think we're down to the three. It's gonna be interesting because Aaron Rodgers there. But honestly, I think what's really interesting is this show that they put on Netflix this week. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That shit, I'm like I said, I haven't like, watched it yet, but I've heard about it. Uh, to get a little insight of of, of the modern day Michael. Modern day Michael Jordan uh, of, of 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 football, you Patrick know, Mahomes. I, Patrick, Patrick. I, I, I just, just to get a little taste of what a what, what a goat does, because I mean he's just, he's just the greatest the greatest NFL football player to ever live. I, I mean, everything's the top five if greatest you ever live. Anyway, all right, number five on the not list. You, you you can you can check many of uh, actual no, real, I'm covered real, the I'm real and, fuck with you I'm, and I'm, say that Patrick he's definitely Mahomes the most talented the quarterback, quarterback he's to ever definitely one the, he's definitely probably the most because I think he is already I think he's, he's better than Peyton he's probably the most gifted quarterback ever I was just Dan and all of them um number five on not list uh so last week um Tony Ayo went to Drink Champs uh and him and DJ FN. Got into a heated viral. Yeah, that, that was the first time I ever seen the FN do something he like got, that. He he was he was he was hot. He was hot, and he's usually. I was telling somebody the other day. I was like, you know, I think we've talked about how you know, mm-hmm. Nori's not the best interviewer. Like I don't no, think he's that's the, crazy. He, he's usually the and one when that he, once asking he gets, the better questions. And then yeah. once he gets twisted, it like it the it, the show gets better. Because everybody's faded, but like the questions kind of go down like that. And DJ FN is the one that kind of like steers the ship, right? <laughs> but he did. He was very emotional. He got upset because so Tony Ayo. That was going to turn into. And that's how I kind of feel like all the Tony Ayo like, uh, like gatherings are. I see, like, I see why Tony Ayo went to jail. And it could get um, loud and get hit <laughs> and get all that. I feel like that's what it is, but it'd be fun. They don't, but, yeah, they don't know. Wait, so don't, people don't know fight. what I'm talking about yet. So Tony yeah. Ao and DJ FN went back and forth because Tony Ao was demonstrably in period was making not was trying to shame DJ FN for ha- him having Ice Cube as his favorite rapper of all time, and Tony Ao had Biggie as his favorite rapper of all time, and the back and forth was basically Tony Ao saying is. Is Ice Cube a better storyteller than Biggie and DJ Fence? It was like yes, 
and it, that's kind of how it's part. So before you go, Jesse, because I know you want to unload, and I know Real probably want to unload too. I'm for me. This is <laughs> look at look at Jesse's face. Um, this is where I've gone. I've done this with I've done I do this with basketball to- topics too because people just you know obviously want to argue the LeBron thing and Jordan thing to me with, and I've just now no longer entertain it. As long as the person that you're arguing is at the level because like everybody has their own favorites everybody lists changes everybody values other shit differently as long as they're compatible like if somebody was to just be like actually comparable not compatible if compare. somebody was to be like soldier boy is there is, is, is the greatest rapper of all time like i mean that's pretty extreme but if somebody was to say birdman or 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 somebody was Chill, <laughs> it was the greatest. Chill. Then you know you look at them different, but like, they burn me out of no, this, like I'm not, I'm not gonna challenge people if somebody like, there's a dude. So I don't know. I could how how many minutes we have done in this podcast? So I can I don't know if I want to talk about this person because this person probably listens. But anyway, um, there's this guy at this delivery stop that I do uh pretty much every week, right? I don't know what Boosie did to this dude. But he comes up to me in in the most respectful way. I don't even know how to say this. This dude is not all the way there, right? So he's not all the way there. But he sees me, and he always wants to chop it up with me, right? No matter how busy it is, no matter how hot it is, he wants to stop me and chop it up with me. And I, damn near every time it goes to Boosie. He asks me, why don't I listen to Boosie? And I don't know. He says he's friends with Boosie, right? And I don't know. Again, I don't know what Boosie did to this dude. But he says Boosie is his t- greatest rapper of all time. Great. I'm not going to argue with you, bro. Why don't you listen to Boosie? I don't listen to Boosie, dog. That's, that's, that ain't my cup of tea. That's not that my cup of tea. tea. Shout out to you. But I'm not arguing with dudes about stuff like that anymore. Um, but go ahead, Jesse. I know you want to talk. Go ahead. Let, let, let it off. Or, right, right, actually, right, right, you want to do you want to I'll go first. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, I don't have, I mean, I, don't, I, I respect debates now at this point in my life. That's why, I mean, anybody who don't agree with you doesn't mean they're wrong. You know, mm-hmm. you just have to understand different perspectives. So, so, I mean, because I mean, so I would, you know, tell people who, you know, now that I've gotten further away from like who my favorite rapper is, and they'd be like, okay, well, I don't. I'm like, you can get anybody, you know what I'm saying? Like you from so saying Ice Cube and Biggie, you can honestly argue that. That's you, what you, I you you, you 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 like you you can argue that, but it just it just yayo. Like yayo I mean, was great. Yayo was making it seem like he was dumb for picking him, and that's what was bothering me. Was yeah, just I mean, like, yayo was like he's the Kevin Bacon of rap. You know, he's just connected. He's connected to everybody. If somebody said Tony Yayo was your favorite rapper, how would you? Guys <laughs> Kevin you know you, you know how they always say it's six degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> oh you know, yeah, okay. Gotcha, you know, gotcha. like like, and that, that's how I feel about Tony Ayo. Where everybody is six degrees of Tony Ayo, where it's like everybody is somehow connected to Tony Ayo at some point, old, new, you know. And this is what makes him a great story. Kevin was setting, reciting the same lines too, like it was just so hard. Yeah, and it was, he, huh? he, Go ahead, Justin. <laughs> they could have cut it. They could they could have cut an hour out of them niggas just going back and forth telling them how much they love being on each other's platform. Like 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 just cut an hour out, nigga, and get to the fucking story. Not everything got to be recorded. I'm with you on that one. Um, no, well, I guess I don't want to go off or anything. But my thing is like, um, 
you forgot to say the argument actually changed. It like, did. He, he went from who's your favorite rapper? Yes. And he said Ice Cube. And he's like, uh, are you serious? He's like, who's the best? He's like, who's your favorite rapper? The crazy thing is, too, just oh, well, to no, off, I know you yeah, huh? What and somebody like, says, who's your favorite rapper? And they say, they say a West Coast rapper. And then they say, I was born in the West Coast. That kind of like diffuses it a lot of times. People be like, all right. Like you say, pop, well, right? And I'm like, I'm from the West Coast. That's my guy. No, you say you're from the West Coast. He said I was born, but he said he was born in the West Coast. So everybody was thrown off by it because it was like, bro, you don't, oh. you, you, you didn't so? live there. But what he should have said, it's not. It's not the. I was born in the West Coast. I have a West Coast family. That's what he should have said because he was born in California, and he had people that listen that you grew up listening to that. Like because how did you end up listening to it? Because your family listened to it. somebody you know and listened to it, and that's how you got into that person. You know what I mean? To say I was born on the West Coast means what? I was born on the West Coast. I favor New York rappers. Well, that's because something wrong with you. <laughs> like well, anyways. It's just one of those things where I, here's how I see it. As I go back and I think about all the Ice Cube I've listened to, I'm not going to sit there and act like I know his full catalog or anything. He is an amazing storyteller. He's an amazing storyteller. That was the art. And the argument switched to amazing storyteller. He's like, who's the best storyteller? And it's like, yes, Biggie, arguably. Bugging. uh, Arguably. Get out of here. (laughs) Watch out. Here's the thing. I, I don't even know how to really. Okay. I think Ice Cube's a better storyteller than Biggie. I think, which is fine, but I'm like, it's not really the story that's being told. It's how he tells it. I just think more so, I'm thinking about Ice Cube writing shit from like cruising down the street, my six foe. That's a story. And he wrote that. You know, like, like, like that, 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 that's where I'm, I'm, I'm. That's what I'm like. It was like it's a debate. Today is a good day. I mean, obviously, it's like real pop at this point, but it's like yeah. one of the greatest easy going storytelling songs of all time. Yes, <laughs> but you know, I mean, like, um, you know, Biggie telling the story. Uh, you know, him telling the story how he used to read Word Up magazines, it, or you know, um, the Sky's the Limit. The, Sky's the Limit is an awesome story. It's uh, an awesome oh, storytelling. Like, no. we're not comparing these two because, like, they're both good. No, both I, legends. To... My thing is, why was Tony Ayo so offended that but this person, that somebody is, had the gall to say thing, I, Ice like, was on the same storytelling or level as No, uh, here, here's my thing about what he's doing. Like, it's that New York shit where it's like Biggie. That's why he changed the argument. Biggie's the best storyteller. And EFN went, but, uh, you know, everything, I, I think Ice Cube is better. Which is like he has the one big argument. Ice Cube has had the opportunity to have more albums, but the thing about it, and he had NWA, and you know what I'm saying. Even though Biggie had Junior Mafia, but it's like one of these things where but, I just but even uh, when they both were alive, we saw Ice Cube write for more people than Biggie did. Like I don't know how many people were like Ghost wrote for Biggie, or I mean go that Biggie Ghost wrote for, but but uh, but Ice Cube pen was deep in the early '80s and in the '80s oh, and '90s. Yeah. No, I'm just saying in the sense for other of other people, though, not even for his shit, for other people. Oh, no, I'm, rhymes, I'm, I'm simply just saying we knew like we know all of that stuff. And it's like one of these things where I'm like, I why do I love Biggie as a storyteller? I think Biggie's one of the best storytellers. It's not even like he's 
his storytelling is amazing. Just how he, just telling this, the, the, you Jake read Quinn that story. Awesome like, I just, I don't no. know why that's a thing. Anyway. But my thing is, no, I, I, I love storytellers. So yeah. when it's one of those things, like, that's one of my favorite forms of rap where you can put Ghost me in there up. and you're telling the story. Storytelling too. What? But what I'm trying to, even Lupe is a great storyteller. But my thing is, what I was trying to say you is just like, time, J. Cole. I think Biggie, it's the way he delivers the story versus the way Ice Cube delivers the story where Biggie kind of feels, sounds like he's reading you, like reading from a book and story. Like, it's like that. It's one of those things. It's, it's how he flows. His That's what I love about Biggie the most. But it's not even like, you know, to say they're, who's the better rapper. Like, I think I personally, as Ice Cube went on, I think Ice Cube is, is criminally underrated. I, yeah. I, it's it just he I feel always like he's underrated worldwide, but people on the West Coast know what's up. We like we we yeah, know. But, and, but the thing is, rap, there's no he's. Biggie should, I mean, not Biggie. But I, but I'm Ice putting Cube. Ice Cube up against anybody in rap. Period. But no, I, what I'm trying to say is, Ice Cube shouldn't be. Oh, people on the West. Ice Cube is bigger than oh people on the West Coast because Coast, people you know, yeah. on the East Coast, people in Adelaide, uh, people in the South were Nichols sitting there playing, listening down, to NWA. Down down was number one, Bow Down was number one on the East Coast radio station. Yeah, and they were listening to NWA, so it's not one of those we know on this. They know what he would been doing. Yeah, it's just. But I just I feel like he's overrated, overrated over there. While we we know we know they need to be reminded in my opinion it, it was surprising to hear efn say ice cube oh well it wasn't surprising because when i listened to the ice t uh interview he already said ice cube is his favorite rapper it i guess when i listened to that one it surprised me to hear that finally somebody puts I, like ice cube always gets brought up and it's like oh right yeah yeah yo i i it's like he's an afterthought like and it's like like rel said everything he's done is no disrespect to Snoop, but they bring up Snoop before Ice Cube, and I love Snoop. But Snoop has Snoop has bigger hits. But like we know what's up, man. We know. What would y'all think of um? These are two of my favorite rappers. What would y'all think of a Cube Nas versus? I was just gonna say this, but I was gonna say more. We found maybe this is Busta. Maybe this is Busta's opponent right here. I think Busta will get washed. I I think Nas is a better opponent for Cube than I don't want. Like I think Cube wins that. I kind of like. Ooh. I think you. Ooh, that's got some great ones. You like offended. you just rail, rail just got offended. I think. I think. Well, we know Busta want to see this is, and I'm glad you brought. I'll this say up. this. No, I say with the world needs a reminder. Cube, in my opinion, should do a versus because the world needs a reminder. Oh yes, definitely. The world saying, needs like, a reminder. How we, how who who came on there and and put us like. Like how everybody when Jada and when when the locks did theirs. And like when some Mario, people had the locks where they were, but they had Mario, to remind niggas. Mario had to uh murder Mario. I mean, if you want to do that too. Mario <laughs> had to remind, but I I think that was I think that was more Amorion hurting himself than Amorion just kicking his ass. I think Amorion hurt himself. Like, and that, that was a self-inflicted it was, it was just a watermelon. <laughs> sure. That sure was self-inflicted did. wounds with Amorion. Sure he was running out of songs real quick. <laughs> it was self-inflicted wounds with Amorian. Oh, like six times. 
touch like four. <laughs> I think the world. I think the world needs an Ice Cube reminder, and I think. So, oh yeah, I, agree. I know Buster I wants agree. it. I don't know if Cube want want to do it. We've not. I don't think. It, I, I don't. I haven't heard him talk about a versus situation. Money got to be right. I mean, they the most but recent talk was that uh, would. I think Diddy that's it. And, They're same era. East yeah, New York no, versus I L.A. I know uh, Buster's from what part of New York is Buster from? I'm sorry, I always forget. What part uh, Bushwick, Bushwick, or Flatbush. Yeah, uh, I thought it was um, Jamaica. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know. Um, I think that would be fly, but yeah. Um, all right, so that's it with the not list. Longest, probably, <laughs> probably our record longest not list that we've ever done. Um. Uh, so let's do uh, sneaker news real quick, and then we can get to these uh, SBs, and then we can get up out of here. All right, so sneaker news. We haven't done sneaker news in a while, and again, I, whenever that happens, I always blame myself because I'm, I guess I'm supposed to be the one to bring up sneakers, but whatever. All right, so sneaker news. Let's talk about sneaker leaks first. So uh, this week, I only want to just, again, this is a leak. This is a rumor. Nike hasn't officially came out and shown these yet. Uh, so I don't want to have, you know, how leaks can be. And then when the final product is out, things they can change shit. Okay. Um, and then um, they can, they, how they change shit. And it can, you know, it could change shit when, when the product officially comes out. But there has been leaked images of the Devin Booker signature shoe. And it looks like a Janowski. Um, it doesn't look great. It looks like SBs. Um, I, I want to shoot Devin Booker some bell, though. Let me find it again. It kind of fits him because he's not a flashy dresser. It's just an ugly shoe. Like, I hope, like, I, and most most things you see, like, when they leak like this, and the, it's usually it. But things, things things usually change. Like again, I don't want to hold this against them. So for those who are watching on YouTube, let me give you a little shot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show the black one. The orange one doesn't do this shoe any favors. So if you're watching on YouTube, there's literally no design on the shoe. Um, it almost looked like a fucking Cortez. Almost. Yeah, it gets Cortez. It, it looks. I'm I'm again. This is how I'm gonna shoot him some bell before I talk about this the the product that I see. Um. It looks like a sneaker. It looks Roshi runnish. It looks like a shoe that you probably wear off the court a lot more than on the court. And I and I say that because just looking at this side, there's no there's no inner shot, so I don't know. But it doesn't even look like it has a carbon. It doesn't look like it has a carbon shank plate. Which, if you hoop and you know sneak and you know technical and the intricacies of sneakers. You, you want a carbon shank so you can turn fast, right, on, on your shoe. It looked like it's just foam. It doesn't look, it, it looks like there's no zoom in the heel, but I could be wrong. If it is, it's very embedded in the in the sole, which means you're barely going to feel it. Um, but it looks like a taken down mantle. And this is when I, when I used to tell Rail four years on this podcast where I feel like there's too many signature athletes not every good person needs a signature shoe and this is one of the reasons why and i'm gonna stamp this no it, i mean I, not to cut you off but it, i mean it's not really more you, your point is proven but at the same time it's more so nike being a billion dollar corporation that's being fucking lazy like i believe that there's more designs and concepts that they're, they're, they're not tapping into you mean to tell me that that's all you came up with 
being Nike. Everybody's first sneaker so, looks so, similar to this. Like Josh sneaker is really t- a takedown model of anything we've seen of a Kyrie brand. Like these, your number one, your your first sneaker sneaker has the lowest tech. It doesn't have you know a whole lot of stuff in it. This is just how the the business goes. But this is this is what I wanted to say. And um, now that um, you know, last week I talked about how they're um, they announced that they're relaunching the Kobe brand, right? They're they're relaunching it, and we don't know what specifically that means. Um, we don't know if that just means they're just going to be bringing out Kobe's uh, signature. We we don't know if that's just just entails that they're going to be bringing Kobe sneakers like how they used to do it, or if Kobe's going to get his own like personal personal line, which we all know. Um, after his passing that that was going to be the case he was it looked like he was planning to leave nike and start his own brand um i would have loved and i think i thought this would have been perfect for devin booker to be the face of the relaunch of kobe as much as he is a kobe guy as much as he's you know he he models his game after kobe as he's i'm I'm gonna just go ahead and say he's the closest thing we have to kobe in this game as far as a player that has his similar game as a mid-range game a mid-range assassin that that can also shoot three that is unguardable um in in isolation um i think devin booker would have been perfect to 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 be the person to relaunch the kobe brand but and now since you know jason tatum has his own signature shoe and you know um Giannis has his own signature shoe and all these people have their own signature shoes now it you know we're probably you know no disrespect we're probably going to get DeMar DeRozan you know the person that it's always rocked the new Kobe's or or AD it might be AD they might give it to AD to um <clears throat> to, to show us the new Kobe's and I just think that's again Devin Booker's doing what's best for him he probably his whole life wished on having a signature sneaker sneaker and, and he now he has it. So who am I to just say he shouldn't get one? And I'm but all for players. I feel like I just think missed these, companies, these companies should stop being fucking lazy and, and invest more into the sneakers, into the, the quality. Like, I'm for Like, I want options. I don't want just a Le- LeBron's about to retire. John Moran can't seem to put the guns down. And so who the fuck does Nike really have? KD. You know? Paul George. He's old. Paul George always injured. Doesn't make me want to buy sneakers. Katie's game doesn't make me want to. Katie doesn't even play a full 70 games anymore. He doesn't make me want to buy his fucking sneakers anymore. But I'm saying there, and then if you want to go to the family, you got, I mean, I'm another injured player, Zion Wilson. You got Jason Tatum. You got Luka Doncic. Jordan you Brandon. have options. Like, there's, there's. I love it. And I, too I, I, many I, I, options. I, no, I don't think there's too many. There's too many there's, options. I don't, and then, I don't think so. It's, it's too many options. Um, well, I mean, what what's a concept and they just give them put into a name on it? I'm for I, I like it because I know that there's a bag behind it. I'm cool with. I, I like. This is what I like. I like signature clothing from players, like with their name initial, like the like like Jason Tatum shirts that says JT. Like I like I think that's fly. And if you want to get a jump jumpsuit like that, but like. You know, I'm not gonna buy no Jason Tatum shoe. Even though I added all the Jordan shoes, I think Jason Tatum's looked the best. Him and Lucas, but I'm still not buying them. Not not me personally. Um, but I just I feel like the 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 the, the market is just so watered down. But again, that's just my opinion. Um, 
missed opportunity. And, you know, we'll see how these come. These are, again, these are legal images of Devin Booker's signature shoe uh, slated for 2024. And we'll see how it goes. I'm not even going to show the audience their orange one because the orange one does not look great at all. Um, wow, it fucking closed on me. Okay, so I wanted to get into uh, Kyrie's new deal, which, holy shit, who knew Kyrie was going to get another signature uh, shoe oh, deal? Oh, yeah, he wants money back now. This motherfucker. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, for so who, those who don't know, yesterday uh, it was reported by Nick DePaula, the GOAT, uh, and um, Sham Sarania uh, that Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving will um, not only have his own signature shoe with Anta, which is a, Jap- uh, a Chinese shoe brand, and if, for those who don't know, Anta's been in the NBA for years. They've they've been, you know, they only get like one or two athletes from the NBA that wears them. Klay Thompson's had a signature shoe with them, you know, basically since he's been on the Warriors, ever since he left his his Nike deal. Um I think uh, I got I think Rondo, you got way way for being the first one to really being the first biggest star to go to Ling Ning when he did. Uh Rondo, that's true. Uh, Rondo's, I think Rondo's had a signature shoe with uh, Anta, if I remember correctly, and I might, no, I think Dwight Howard had peak, if I remember correctly. But, um, so the article reads, <clears throat> one of the footwear's industry's most successful signature athletes has landed a new deal with his own namesake sneaker expected to launch during the upcoming 2024 season. Um, but, so not not only is he getting his own signature shoe, I think I'm trying to remember the name of the title that he's that he has with this uh, with Anta um, over the years, blah blah blah. Uh, product innovation. So he's not only going to be have his own signature shoe, but he's going to be head of marketing for Anta for for the North for uh, for over here in America. So that's fly. He's going to have his own. Is it? Um, huh? Is it fly? Yeah, but say what makes that fly? I think that's <laughs> I think that's a dope deal. I think that's dope. Okay, so this is the title. So the new business collaboration between the two sides will name Kyrie Irving as Chief Creative Officer of Anta Basketball. Along with extensive signature product releases, the partnership will go also launch Anta Times Kyrie Youth Basketball Camps around the world world with starting uh, points in both China and the United States. Irving expected to begin the upcoming NBA season in the brand's new Shockwave 5. So he's going to be starting in the shoe called the Shockwave 5. He won't, his, his, his new signature shoe won't be out until the first quarter of 2024. Uh, it's expected to begin in the NBA season. Yeah, and yeah, so again, I think this is fly. This is one of the first deals that's ever done like this. I've seen, we've seen a deal. We've seen Steph have a deal like this, similar with UA, but Steph has been at UA for over shit, 11 years, 10 years. Steph's been at UA for a minute now. Um, uh, so I think this is dope, especially from everything that Kyrie's gone through is uh, gone through is weird. 
everything Kyrie's done in the past, you know, years, a couple years, uh, as far as, you know, I don't have to go through it. Um, but I think this is a really cool deal for him. Um, and I'm interested to see how the signature shoe looks. Kyrie, despite what you guys think of what everybody thinks of Kyrie Irving, um, he had, you know, one of the most success, <clears throat> excuse me, successful sneakers in the market for a very, very long time. He, you, when you mention his signature line, you have to mention his his line with the Kobe's, the bronze, uh, and, and you have to because he he was selling sneakers that way. He was, um, uh, and you know Steph Curry is obviously as well. And he pissed um, but, on it all, huh? He pissed on it all. <laughs> I mean, we've come in here and talked about Kyrie, man, but he's 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 he looks like he's shaping up and I'm actually happy again. This is what I'm happy for this. I'm happy for if we're going to get the market full of sneakers, give me different brands of sneakers. Don't give Nike has seven signature athlete sneakers like I don't need seven athletes with this with sneakers over there. Oh, I forgot to say Giannis. Well, if you want choose from Giannis, you can get Giannis. He doesn't get hurt. Well, why don't you buy Giannis's? All I don't right. like the concept other than the first ones. Okay. Um, I like the PG ones. I, I just feel like night. Like, look at the P. Look at all the ones they they hit on the PG ones, the job ones, the Giannis ones. I was waiting on the book ones because I thought they really were going to invest in book because he has an ability to go to another level. He don't get in trouble and in the and, homie and he, ball. And he was with the Kardashian. I mean, whatever. But I mean, but but at the same time. I just thought he was gonna be the guy. So I mean, I don't know. I'm just disappointed. I'm pretty disappointed in the book shoes and so we'll see. Um, just creativity right now and just make remaking the same shoes over and over. So it's it's not it's not it's not, it's not a, shoes and new shoes. I'm a consumer, so I'm you know I I'm also a consumer that hasn't bought a uh, a signature shoe, uh, especially of a new athlete in a long time. I think the last one I bought was like a Giannis, but I think, you know, we shall see. Um, I don't I even mean, want to talk about the Zion threes. aren't even selling like that anymore. I don't even want to talk about the Zion threes because I don't want to talk about the Zion threes. If Google it, it's hideous. Um, and I don't say that a lot about sneakers. It's it, it's a leak image. Don't too. worry, we won't see them a lot this year. <laughs> it's Talk a leak sneaker too. We won't see them. <laughs> uh, I mean, we might see a, a home video of him, um, pre- him pretty soon. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the SVs happened yesterday. Mariah um, might be wearing them. Miss <laughs> Mills may be wearing them. So shout out to Miss Mills. Uh, so we'll end it on this. So the SBs happened yesterday. Uh, um, the crazy thing about the SBs, it always sneaks up on me. I always remember it happens in the dead time of sports where, you know, basketball's gone, football's gone, and it's literally the just... The, the day the sports stands still. It's always on that day. Yeah, it's always on that day. No baseball, um, and no, no nothing. I don't want to... Um, we don't necessarily have to go through everything that happened in SBs because I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't, I didn't watch. Um, Jesse, I think I already asked you. You said you didn't watch. Rail, did you watch? Okay, yeah. so Rail, so Rail watch. But uh, I'm gonna just start at the top. Uh, oh, let me start before I get to the the actual show here on the West Coast. Um, fuck whoever decided to have the SBs play 
on the East Coast first and hear us on the West Coast get all the fucking updates of all the winners. So that was one of the reasons why I chose not to watch it because well, some I was the, seeing it was, I winners. It was, on the, it was on the West Coast. They were just announcing winners. Yeah, that's the weird the part show. about it. It was also the on the show, West Coast. The show, they... I know, the show did not start here on the West Coast until 8 o'clock, but they were announcing winners hours before. It was playing hours before. It for was because reason. it was at 5. Yeah, it's usually, they, usually they do a five o'clock and an eight o'clock because it's, they want to do it they live. They re-aired it over here at eight o'clock. For some reason, they didn't want to do it live. They didn't want to do it live. You know, I guess anything could happen, but they, it was just the most strangest thing. And it gave me another reason to just not tune in. But I saw clips, but so we're here. So I just wanted to bring that out because, you know, whatever. Um, Pat McAfee. So Pat McAfee came out and did the open monologue. I thought it was pretty good. I like that um, he came out and um, initially said that um, Kevin Hart was supposed to be the uh, original host slash person that does the monologue, um, but he wanted to stand in solidarity of the writers and actors, um, so he did not. Um, and then he joked and said it was either him or Stephen A. Smith, and he said they got him. So. Um, but yeah, I thought the the monologue was pretty good. Uh, I'm not I'm I'm not the biggest McAfee person. Like I I didn't watch him until he's now with ESPN. I'm not I'm like I'm gonna be honest with you. Obviously, you know he was my he was my punter on the Colts for a very long time. Um, but uh, I've just you know I didn't really watch him like that. But I thought he was funny. He had some really funny uh what what jokes. I'm trying to think of what jokes stand out. Um, that Stephen A, him and Stephen A, one stands out because those are the two richest on the. That was richest on the. On the that, that was that was funny. Um, um except oh, for he, he made a Zion he made a Zion joke that the the crowd you know necessarily didn't you know thought was funny, but they also thought it was weird to laugh about. He made a little Zion in Instagram model joke situation that I, hate, I, I, I thought that. was. Funny. Everybody's you know everybody was gonna do that like that's that's on the that's on the team. That's on the also, team. You knew that was coming. Also, people are there with they wise and stuff. It's like, hey, yo, 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 chill, chill, Pat. Don't bring um, up side pieces around here. Uh, he made a joke uh, about uh, the Denver Nuggets having everybody there uh, that is not from Serbia. I thought that was dope. Oh, one thing. There was two Denver. I mean, I don't know all the Denver Nuggets that was there, but I saw Jamal Murray and KCP. The amount of fucking camera time that they gave fucking KCP <laughs> during this whole fucking <laughs> ESPYs was fucking ridiculous. It was probably the most airtime he's ever gotten, period, in his life. The amount of times they went to him. Um, Since he played with on the, the monitor. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> so, newsflash, so uh, LeBron's not retiring. Uh, who knew that? Oh, who, that man. Oh, <laughs> I'll go ahead, oh, Ralph. Wow. Jesse, can you believe it? LeBron's not retiring. Oh my goodness! When I say I was so happy when he said those words, it just, it just, it just, it just been a stress. I'm like, you know, LeBron's not retiring, Jesse. Oh my god! But I'm glad. But I I think overall, I, I I think that's be kind of like I think it. I think they gotta kind of switch up the format or something. I mean, you at least you get you can get the the players out. It is good to you know to have the awards, but because ESPN is such a becoming a shitty place to be at. As far as like they don't even like they did a good night though. This this was good. They did a solid job. The best part of the night, I think, was the Wayne performance because I like the way he switched up and implemented uh 
the uh, the uh, you know wordplay of sports and Amelie, talking nil yeah, Amelie, yeah. on a Millie song. Um, Angel Reese, I love anytime Angel Reese can, can you know when she's in front of the mic, I just love it because she speaks her mind. And um, obviously the Demar Hamlin situation that was that was awesome. I teared up. I teared up during Demar. Any, I, I think I told you guys I was like anytime. The, I was fine once he, they called his name and he went out there, but then once he started breaking down and then he, they, you know, so DeMar Hamlin uh, presented uh, for the Pat Tillman award for service. He presented the, um, the whole training staff for the Buffalo bills and all the training staff came out and he couldn't even like, he started breaking down when, after he called them out and they all started, they like hugged him for like a whole two minutes before anybody oh, on awesome. the fucking training staff said anything and I, I was i was sitting here i was like i can't see this man without fucking crying i just think about what you know what what just what almost happened it's just fucking incredible i just anytime i see that man i just and, it's, and then when he break down it makes me break down it's fucking crazy yeah, it's a survivor it, story and you know it's one of those things i teared up too it's, i just feel like you know, yo like it was, it was interesting uh, it was like an interesting um mirror of what happened when they all rushed to help him on the field yeah they bum right like he just consoling, yeah. and now they're consoling him on the stage and god damn but the Demar. thing that, that opportunity is, damn it man but we get to but the greatest thing is this it's a survivor story yeah yeah and it would have happy ending all that matters <laughs> i know people are probably is, are they, i'm not gonna say negative shit. go ahead <laughs> yeah no negative stuff I mean, uh, as, far, so as, far, quick, as far as Pat, Pat McAfee go, like, I, I hope all this shit gets solved. You can tell that we're on a strike. Yeah, um, <laughs> um, that that wasn't some of his best work with the jokes. You know, I mean, it, I mean, this, for a while, I mean, since like Jamie Foxx came out right. there and told and told Serena he wanted to be here tennis ball. You know, what I'm saying he told you know, remember that you know when Jamie Foxx said, "I want to be your tennis ball." Like this moment, like that, like sports, I would never forget when Drake hosted and he did that side piece of song. That shit was oh oh like it's just classic. so funny. Like 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 the whole I can watch it SPs all day. It's like it's, I don't know. It, it became like a I don't know better than the Oscars almost to me. Like I would I would rather watch the host of the SPs do his monologue probably because I'm I'm so enamored with sports. So right. But. All right. So some of the notable winners. Um, uh, best athlete went to Pat Pat Mahomes. Um, best breakthrough athlete went to Angel Reese. Um, best comeback athlete went to Jamal Murray. Um, best Rick. I mean, we 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 touched on a little bit, but I'm gonna touch on a little more. Uh, so obviously LeBron and the whole Banana Boat crew was there to not only um, salute their brethren. Uh, Carmelo Anthony on his retri- retirement for 20 years, but it was really like so I'm I'm not I'm being positive. I'm not gonna say anything negative about Carmelo. Um <laughs> but they also they also uh recognize LeBron for uh, best record breaking performance and I again call me a sap, call me a sucker, call me a softy, whatever. But just seeing his entire family on the stage seeing savannah who doesn't do anything publicly like that she like just stands to the side she loves just being to the side and letting bron do him stuff and then seeing his seeing bryce and Bronny and zuri uh be on stage and present their dad with the record breaking performance i thought that was dope and then obviously 
surprise, surprise, he announces that he's not. The crazy thing about the the, the not retiring thing, if you guys watch his stories, if he's you not retired, if you watch his stories, right? So last weekend, this was last weekend. Uh, I was I just happened to be up at four o'clock. I think I think Linux got up, so I got up. So I was up, but I was up. I was up at like four or something, right? He posted he was working out. He did like a whole like workout normal when he's doing an off season video situation. He had a basketball. He was working out, and I promise you, it, the video was up for like ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Then I went back to his story, and it was gone. And it's almost like in his mind, he was like, "Oh yeah, I didn't tell people that I was back yet." Situation. Oh, it was think, like, "Oh yeah." Miners, his boys got back to him. It was like, I yeah, don't know. It was early in the morning. He just probably turned on his phone, and then in his in his mind, I, mean, I was saw like, that he posted that. I mean, I oh heard yeah, that he posted a video. He, he was working out. He was in the gym working out. You know, shirt off, doing his normal workout. I'm saying, are you sure it ain't one somebody that was like, "Yo, yo, yo, yo"? He could just be working out. Be- Nobody really knew. He, he had a no, I'm he had basketball the, in the background. I'm talking about the video. He was clearly doing on court. He was but I'm saying, lifting but, before he did on court shit. But, and then, like but, I said, the video was up for like just, 10 minutes. Stay in shape. Braun's going to stay in shape his whole life. Braun, like, the video was up for like 10 minutes. And then I tried to, I finished the story and then I went, I tried to go back to it because I was like, oh shit, let me, I was like, oh shit, I just got a new medicine ball at the crib. Let, let me see what ball, the workout he doing on the medicine ball. And the video was gone. I was like, oh, I, see, I know what time it is. No, I just I'm, think somebody was like, yo, remember you put up the illusion that you was gonna <laughs> retire. And <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh right. All right. Um I was gonna we could we I was gonna do Emmy stuff, but I think we can do that. We can save that for next episode and I'll and, and um yeah. I'll save that for next episode. Plenty of time. We got plenty of time is- to talk enemy. <laughs> There's I mean, no writers. Wait, there's like the writers, the writers, and actors on strike. So we got plenty of time. I will say this, Jesse. I normally don't watch the Emmys, but I 100% will watch this year's Emmys because I know there are going to be a lot of people talking about the strikes. And I think that'll be dope. It'd be, they'll bring Nobody's a lot more awareness up. to the strikes. If there's no, a show. They're not going to show up. Yeah, said, they might not like be a show. It might not be a show. It might not be. Or a maybe show. out of respect, they'll they'll go, but there are no writers. I don't even think they'll have presenters because presenters that that's mostly actors. That's so. that's gonna be very very strange. Um. All right. So, thank you guys, uh, especially for those who have gotten to the end of the podcast. We miss you. Thank you. This is uh, anybody that always makes it to the end. I always think because, you know, again, I look at the numbers and I see how how long people listen and watch the show. For anybody that makes it to the end, I always think you're dope and I always salute you. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Uh, for Jesse, Pharrell, uh, I'm Kev. Don't forget to like, favorite, and subscribe. We're those millennials and we're out.